handle the truth. Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. It is October 6th. It's a Friday, 2023. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. We made it through another week, and the world did not stop turning on its wobbly axis. Don't worry about those polar shifts that we're getting ready to go through. That's all just completely normal, and uh, that's all right. Don't worry about that. Yeah, you got to worry about that global warming, because that's the problem. Not at all. Again, this is those situations where we see that they're absolutely willing to lie to us just to maintain power and keep the fear in you, which we know fear porn is their, that is their go-to, right? Fear porn, uh, that's their thing. But uh, I do have a special guest with me today. His name is Nate Kane, and uh, there he is. Nate Kane, how are you doing, buddy? Good to see you, sir. I'm doing good. It's nice to see you, Jim. You bet, man. Thank you for being here. Uh, Nate, uh, Nate Kane, I have met you in Nashville, and uh, we had a... We had a heck of a romance that night. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the 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 dream that we had there. But uh, oops, look, look, are you locked up? Are you there? Okay, there we go. No, I'm here. Okay. Um. So we we had, we got to know each other, hang out with each other, had breakfast, uh, stayed at the same Airbnb. It was a heck of a time. And you, let's go with what you originally were known for was you and Hillary used to date in high school, and uh, you had a love child <laughs> together. Oh wait, no wait, that's a different guy. Uh, you like Hillary? I, something about Hillary. You're gonna have to fill me in on that. What was it about you and Hillary? Yeah, I was uh, working for the FBI and uh, discovered all of the dirty deeds going on with the uh, Clinton Foundation and Hillary Clinton and what she was up to in terms of money laundering, securities exchange fraud, public corruption, and terrorism financing. Yeah, there were multiple cases that were being investigated by the FBI, and then they decided to shut everything down and. I was uh, not having it, being that I've taken the oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States right. against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So I walked out of the FBI with uh, hundreds of classified documents that I took to the both the House and the Senate Intel Committees and the Inspector General for the DOJ wow. and became an official whistleblower. Wow, that's great. So again, this is a situation where Whistleblower, uh, did you get uh, did you get any protection? Did you get a paycheck? What happened for you on that whole? Doing oh right no thing? no no! I got thanked by uh, for my service to my country by having my home raided by sixteen federal agents uh, who interrogated me for nine hours, uh, who confiscated all of my electronics, who then uh, went on a uh, smear campaign to uh, smear my name, and also they doxed me to the public. Wow. Um, you know, need I say more? They went after my kids. Finally, I, I decided I'd had enough, uh, and I filed a uh, harassment complaint. And uh, two weeks after that, everything stopped. Uh, in the end, I was never charged uh, with a crime. Uh, I had uh, I had lost my job at the VA, and uh, but I had no no suspension, nothing. You know, no ding on my clearance. Still maintain my top secret clearance. Right. And. Um, you know, and, and of course, nothing happened to Hillary Clinton oh, yeah. uh, because eventually by the time it took to get everything disclosed because of the classification of the documents, it took almost a year. Right. And um, uh, by that time, the Democrats took over and Adam Schiff basically buried everything. Wow. 
Wow. Well, he's a nice guy, you know. I mean, oh yeah. Why not? Why not have a guy like that in your ballpark? Um, okay, so that's cool. Uh, so that's that you got ahead. You know, um, that's uh, that's your life has been torn apart. Now you decided that you just thought, you know, that's not enough. My skin being ripped from my flesh, uh, from the, the the muscle. Let's go and do. What are you doing now? What do you, what what uh, so, adventures are you in? Yeah, so I decided you're right. I decided I hadn't had enough, and so uh, I have uh, decided to run for the U.S. House of Representatives mm-hmm. uh, to represent the second district of West Virginia. Right, and um, and that came through much prayer and uh, you know talking, trying to convince my wife, <laughs> but. Uh, Ultimately, uh, we've been on the campaign trail since uh, January, right? And uh, and it has been quite the experience uh, getting to know uh, the people of the second district of West Virginia, right? And hearing from them about their needs and the things that are going on, and uh, how I can help. So, what's the what do you what are you hearing from people that when you talk to people? What what are they what are they saying to you? Are they saying they want uh, less taxes, less corruption, less government? Uh, more gun control. Which which of these things are they asking for? Are they asking for anything in particular? Well, in West Virginia, they're definitely not asking for more gun control. I'll tell you that. There you go. Uh, gun <laughs> gun rights is almost a religion here in West Virginia. Amen, brother. Uh, which is Great which is you. why I moved here. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's various things. Uh, one of the things that came up very early on in my discussions is uh, people are, uh, of course, they're they're angry, they're upset. Uh, they're disgusted by the corruption mm-hmm. uh, in our government. They are disgusted disgusted at what is being done to Trump. Uh, they're disgusted by what has happened to uh, the January Sixers. Yeah. Uh, they are concerned about election integrity. Okay. Uh, the The other issue is parents' rights. That's one that is is uh, uniformed all across uh, West Virginia. People are concerned about their children being exposed to sexually explicit material. Or, okay, hold you know, on a being... second. We have to tell teachers and administrators, bureaucracy, that parents have rights. I thought that this would, should have been a natural effect that it's their kid, leave them alone. Is this a is this a spillover from like child protective services or what? What's going on? Uh, it's, well, there's like... some of that too. So, you know, what's happened in our country is, uh, of course, uh, I think it was uh, uh, when was the uh, the Department of Education created. Oh, the 30s. Um, it was under Jimmy Carter, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, 71, 71. I was thinking yeah. that. So, so how did we do things before that? We did just fine without a Department of Education, but they decided to create one. Right. And, of course, uh, it got filled uh, with the ranks of uh, communists and socialists and right. and uh, those that wish to indoctrinate our children, uh, you know, to hate their families and to uh, hate their, their uh, you know, their gender and to hate their sexuality and, Right. And so they basically have pushed this LGBTQ uh, transgender, um, you know, thing that's been, you know, this, this social uh, contagion that has uh, been spreading. Uh-huh. Uh, they've been pushing uh, the pedophiles have uh, apparently made their way in, um, you know, and of course, uh, and I don't know if you heard, but there were there was a major bust in Ohio. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, and, and of course, the people that were involved in that were some EMTs, nurses and and uh, school officials, yeah. so, people you should trust, you know, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And so, so you know, we're dealing with now, you know, and 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 there is a fair degree of, you know, of parents, uh, you know, in the in the last few generations, um, it, it's also partly their fault because 
uh, we've taken our eyes, you know, off of what has been going on in the schools and we've allowed and trusted the schools, you know, to look after our best interests and, and our best interests of our children. But what has happened mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, these people have had a different agenda. And uh, thanks to COVID, one of the silver, silver linings of COVID was we were all forced to have our kids at home and people started seeing what was going on in the classroom. And all of a sudden, uh, people woke up to the reality uh, that we are living in a, uh, you know, a post-socialist dystopia, mm-hmm. you know, where uh, basically, you know, the, the school system has been taken over, uh, you know, by the likes of those types. And then you also have um, a lot of uh, these types of ideas being pushed by the, uh, you know, by the teachers associations and, and the, um, and the, the national uh, education association. So these, you've got these massive unions that seem to have uh, infiltrated as well. And so that's where we're at, but that that's one issue that has been a massive issue. The economy of course is a massively uh, big concern for a lot of people. People are concerned about uh, central digital bank, uh, central bank digital currency right. uh, in West Virginia. Like I said, we love our guns, we love our ammo and uh, people here don't want the government knowing how much of that they're buying. Right. And uh, they're concerned about that with the central bank digital currency. People are concerned about their civil rights, their civil liberties. Uh, they don't want the government stepping all over them. And that is exactly what has been happening over the last, you know, decade. Wow. Well, and think about that. That's uh, These are just simple things. And I always try to tell people, that, and this is, I remind this at the end of the show, I try to say it every, every speech. I was in Wellington, Kansas last night. I was speaking to a great group of people down there. Uh, half the crowd was running for office. Uh, half the people were there. These are just regular members of the Sumner County GOP. They're 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 making a move down there. Um, but I always say the the Constitution limits the government, but it never limits you. And yet people don't understand that. I, they, you think I'm speaking a foreign language, and I'm telling you, hey, no that that Constitution is your contract with your public servant. And then that's just, right. They just they get really confused by this. And the sad part of it is, is like. You know, everything you're describing is people that have basically not been held accountable for their bad behaviors and yeah. their nefarious. Guilt well, and and on and on that note, you know, one of the other issues that has come up a lot is the fact that who are our representatives? Mm-hmm. You know, where are they? Uh, what are they doing for me? You know, it's kind of reminds me of that Janet Jackson song. You know, what have you done for me lately? Right? Oh yeah. You know, it's like uh, these people see politicians uh, as uh, they don't have a very fond. Um, opinion of them let's just put it that way right right and uh you know and they you know i heard one i had one guy that told me um you know he was asking what i thought on term limits and i I said i I agree with term limits Mm -hmm. and uh in fact i've signed a pledge for it and he said good he said because i believe that you know politicians should uh, only serve two terms one term in office and one in prison (laughs) so so i get it i understand why you know people are upset why they're mad uh, they feel like uh, you know they've been left behind. Uh, they see what's going on in Congress, where you have them, you know, spending, uh, you know, basically spending us into oblivion, uh, like a bunch of drunken sailors. And uh, you know, it is uh, they're setting us up, you know, for a massive crash uh, financially. And right. uh, and I think people are very concerned about it. And then you've got things like, you know, the climate change agenda, uh, which you know I believe is a hoax. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in climate change, but I think it's called the four seasons. It's certainly not caused by, you know, by somebody, uh, you know, firing up, uh, you know, their, uh, 
you know, their car or by, you know, raising cattle and cow farts. Yeah. Uh, the kind of nonsense that's going on, it's clear that uh, you have a major grift that is going on uh, that is seeking to deplete the U.S. Treasury and the people's, you know, the taxpayers' money. Right. Uh, they want to completely just, you know, wipe it out and, uh, and, and, you know, grift that through this whole climate change agenda. The reality is, is um, I don't know if you saw, but there was a, a story that was just on, I think, last night. Mm-hmm. about how much um, farmland uh, that Bill Gates has, has, uh, has owns now. Right. And it's just unbelievable. It's like it's hundreds of thousands of acres. Right. And he is, um, you know, he's not growing anything on it. Right. You know, yeah. in the meantime, he's also the guy who's promoting fake meat right. and, you know, promoting, um, you know, things like, uh, you know, eating insects and fungi. But I guarantee you he's probably sitting up in his penthouse, you know, eating a, a big fat juicy steak. He just wants the rest of us to live like paupers. Oh yeah. Well, one thing to remind people that a lot of these big billionaires or big multimillionaires will go in and buy up SRP, which is a uh, soil uh, remediation program or something like that. It's with the uh, Farm Bureau and the USDA. And so what they do is they go buy this land up and then it's supposed to just sit there. And so the DOSDA oh, yeah. and the F, uh, and the Farm Bureau will pay them as if they're growing crops. Then that then they're paying penance, you know, little bitty pennies of tax dollars on it because it's farmland. But then they're profiting from allowing it to sit. So yes, you're taking yeah. you're taking farmland off the market, but also our federal government's paying them to sit on it. And yeah, so, it's another grift. Yeah, it's yeah. another grift. It's a pay, it's a payback for the good old boys. So if you know the right people, the right people fill out the paperwork. You get the you get the bonds or you get the uh, grants or you get the loans that never pay back and it's just amazing little system. I, I watched the guy here in town uh, that he put up the movie theaters and the city of Wichita gave him uh, three or four different uh, forgivable loans. The last one was twelve million dollars to remodel the downtown theater and I think he put new carpet in. So yeah, West West Virginia, um, we uh, our legislature gave. Uh, 290 million dollars uh, to a company called Form Energy, mm-hmm. uh, whose chairman, the chairman of the board, is uh, Chelsea Clinton's husband. Oh, um, yes, and uh, the the major investors are Bill Gates, George Soros, Jeff, uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, right. uh, Tom Strayer. I mean, it's literally the worst of the worst. Oh, and, and also uh, Richard Blumen. Uh, Bloomberg, Bloomberg. Bloomberg, who let's let's not forget, he's the guy who put up. I think it was uh, you know, either five hundred, you know, I think it was five hundred million dollars in a bid to shut down every single coal-powered uh, power plant yeah. uh, in the U.S. I mean, these are the kinds of of people that we do not want in West Virginia, and yet the legislature uh, approved this deal. Now, supposedly, supposedly it's to create seven hundred and fifty jobs. But, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to do the math on that and figure out, you know, somebody's getting rich off of this. And it certainly isn't the people of West Virginia. In fact, when I asked one of the legislatures, uh, one of the legislators, uh, whether or not any of those jobs were required to go to West Virginians, the answer was simply no. And it sits right at the tippy top of the northern panhandle where you have, uh, I think, Pittsburgh's 30 minutes away. And then just on the other side of the river is uh, Steubensville. So literally all the jobs could go to, uh, you know, could go out of state and, you know, essentially nobody in West Virginia benefits from that except for, uh, you know, this company. 
Right. And and then the the the, the worst part about it is, uh, guess who brought that deal to uh, West Virginia? Who's that? John Podesta. Oh, God dang it. Just the same I can't old, make this stuff up, dude. It's just the same there was a Fox, Fox News article. Yep. Because he's the uh, he's now the green energy czar for uh, Biden, and his company, the Podesta Group, right. was uh, was paid a million dollars to lobby Congress to get three exemptions for this battery factory up there, and it's a battery factory that's going to make batteries the size of buildings, if they ever make one that is successful, because right. it's it's unproven technology that we basically gambled on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, it's like, you know, they might as well have taken money to Vegas and you know put it on roulette. Yeah. But they got three exemptions. The first one was they got an exemption from having to uh, meet the EPA's water pollution standards. Right. You know, right there on the Ohio River. Uh, they got an exemption uh, that gives them uh, no liability in the event of a toxic spill. Right. And they got an exemption uh, allowing them to, uh, you know, allowing them to source materials from China. So it's, uh, you know. Nice well, uh, sweetheart deal there for them. Yeah, Kansas, our Kansas legislators last year had to vote in a, um, they had to vote on a bill that they didn't know where the money was going, who it was going to, who it would benefit. It was a yeah. blind bill. And Governor Kelly, the Democrat, r- running our ultra Republican, so supermajority, you know, yeah, state, has Senate and House. We have a veto override supermajority by like 10 votes on the House and Senate. And we're a sanctuary yep. state for abortions. But we went ahead and we were paying for a, uh, a brand, brand new Panasonic battery plant. And uh, oh, nice. they, they just found out or they, <laughs> oh, they just found out because they didn't know this. Last week, they announced that they're going to have to build another coal fire plant in Kansas just to support the electricity for that one plant alone. So these battery plants that they're building are supposed to save the earth, but yet we got to build another coal fire plant just to power the plant so we can build the batteries right. to power the what? We are it's stupid. Incre- it's insane. We are and then when you take, you know, I was told that these batteries, these big massive batteries are going to make their uh the purpose of them is to uh create stability in the, you know, power grid for, you know, wind and solar. Yeah. Well, there's one problem with that, because in order to send electricity over power lines, let's say that you store you know, electricity in those batteries so that uh, when these windmills and these uh, solar plant, uh, solar you know, farms or whatever are storing up electricity, you can store it in those batteries. But the problem is, is in order to send that electricity across power lines, you got to convert it back into AC, alternating yep. current, which you lose about 80% of the electricity when you're doing it. Yep. So it's very very inefficient this whole thing is absolutely ridiculous it is designed entirely to uh, enrich those who are already rich and to basically take advantage of west virginia and uh, our natural resources at the same time uh with the attempt of trying to destroy one of the greatest uh, most powerful uh energy industries uh you know in the world right here west virginia produces we're number one in producing bituminous coal and uh, so we have enough coal, you know, to basically but that, power but, the... But that coal you guys have is so ultra clean. That's right. That it's like, it, it's almost like you could you could eat it. I, and I'm being a little facetious, but 
the, the, that's just like our sweet crude that we have in America. We have this all, mm-hmm. we have this super light sweet crude, which is amazing for jet fuel, premium unleaded. We're re- it's great for the top end fuels, but we don't get any asphalt out of it. And so we have to go to Russia to buy asphalt by the crud so we can, right. we can keep paving everything every two to three years in our country instead of pouring concrete because we can't afford concrete, but we can repave every two to three years on that new asphalt. This is the this is the pay, payback and buy offs that we're really doing where we are still buying from Russia, we're still buying from Saudi Arabia because they have crap oil over there, and people aren't yeah. paying attention to that. Oh, like, they oh. they just they just bought all this oil from Venezuela, an enemy of ours, mm-hmm. and why and and they you know uh, Biden did this to supposedly refill some of the reserves that he basically wasted and sold off to China. Right. Yet they buy this. This this crap oil that nobody in the world wants to buy from Venezuela because it's been sitting in these rust bucket ships yeah. for over a decade, and so you know it, it's insane the kinds of things that are going. But you know what? You know what controls all that? What's what up? drives all of that is the lobbyists. Yeah, we got. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, man, that should be illegal. A, a lobbyist should not be able to donate any money to you know to a politician. Uh, you know, PACs shouldn't be allowed to donate money. Uh, honestly. All of this crap that we're seeing in this country, what drives all of these politicians is money coming from these lobbyists and from these PACs. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, as long as that is what's going on and that's what drives elections, Mm -hmm. we're going to continue to see the same crap over and over where it's the special interest groups that get all of the attention and get all of their wishes. And the people who actually vote these guys in, the people who they're supposed to be representing, get left in the dust. That's what we're seeing. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And the sad part of it is, is that, you know, I was talking about the, uh, on my midday radio show, I was talking about how the, uh, there's $300 million worth of fencing material that we paid for, which takes one. So for $300 million, we had to make a billion dollars in income and that's at 30%. It's actually close. It's actually, it's actually $3 billion, uh, $3 billion to give them $300 million to buy that with. So we all had to make $3 billion so that they could buy $300 million in fencing to then turn around and sell it for $2 million. If that's not exactly a direct representation of how government truly works, I don't know what is. But that is exactly we pay. We yeah, pay somebody should go to jail for that. But though they auctioned it off $2 million, and now they're going to go rebuy all the same material to go put yeah. in there. They just sold off in August of last year. Well, I'd say Follow the money and yeah. see who's making bank on that. Who because somebody, it's probably sure some, some kickback going back to somebody. Oh, yeah. Or you watch this guy's going to have all this stockpile say, oh, hey, I got some fence panels you guys can buy for $400 million. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, he, they win, win on the backside. And the sad part of it is, is we're the ones that are getting duped on the whole thing. Uh, just like yeah. they are breaking, what is it, 26 federal laws to build 17 miles of fence. There's 17 yep. federal laws they're going to vacate to put the fence in, including going through some Indian burial grounds, uh, some natural. Oh yeah, that'll areas. be nice. <laughs> uh, this is this is going to end well. This is and oh, this yeah, is it. Right. They they create chaos because that's what they want to do. Well, see, we can't. We're trying to build the wall right, for right. you, but we just can't because the Indians and because the the elks and the gazelles and the whatever the turtles. I mean, come on, folks. That's why mm-hmm. we raised lumber prices back in the 90s. I remember I was a framing I was running a framing crew in Arizona and the spotted owl which has a home range of 100 oh, square I remember miles. That. Yeah. 100 square miles for a spotted owl. They shut down all the north 
North Arizona forestry lands, yep. all the stuff yep. in Utah. They Northwest start, too. Oh yeah, they're like, oh, the spotted owl. We got to raise. Oh, it's so hard to harvest lumber now. And I'm like, are you shitting me? That's not how my, that works. Like that's not. Anyway, my favorite T-shirt that I saw related to that. You just reminded me. I was living up in uh, Arcata, California at the time, which mm -hmm. is you know in you know that's in the redwood forest area. Emerald and it was really big, big up there. And I remember seeing somebody, some you know guy in a T-shirt that said, uh, due to the uh, reduction of you know wood products and in you know due to the you know pr uh, the lack of production of wood products and paper because they were shutting down a lot of paper mills as a result of it. Right. They say here, wipe your butt with a spotted owl. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that you got to pick your poison, man. You got to figure out where your pain yeah. threshold is. And the sad part of it is, is that we do. Like that, we have done so much. We don't do clear cutting anymore. Uh, we make them right. go back and plant trees. We make them do That's all right. this other stuff. They, they plant seven trees, I think, for every one that was cut down. Yeah, it's it's like when everybody's complaining about logging, they need to shut up because these guys have gone way beyond the call yeah. of duty to get this done, and they do all kinds of preservation stuff and mm -hmm. you know seeding. That's and, a and that is a renewable resource without a doubt. Yeah, but hemp would replace all that. You guys actually want to get real about life. Uh, you go ahead and allow for cannabis to be descheduled and allow for hemp to be a three-crop year, which hemp puts uh, nutrients back in the soil. We wouldn't have to have a nitrates or a chemical industry in our country if we just put hemp in after we put corn in. And if we put hemp in after we did milo and hemp after we did soybeans, and the soil would be full of nutrients. Go in there, but right. the hemp is used for clothes and paper and plastic and fuel and well, all this the, other stuff. Pe people are so afraid of it, but you know the reality is, is um, when you look at the early maps of uh, George Washington's garden, right? Um, he had hemp was one of the major crops that he grew. Right. In fact, all of the ropes, the sails, the pages that the Bibles were printed on mm -hmm. uh, were made of hemp back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, I worked. Uh, I worked at the Scottish Rite Center downtown when we were doing a degree work down there, and all those ropes are made of hemp. All the, mm -hmm. the for all the different uh, panels and all that stuff for the degree work. Uh, yeah, those are all hemp ropes. They're still there. They were yep. put in in uh, what was it, nineteen oh one, nineteen oh two. So yep. you know, that's that's and look at all the and that doesn't even include all the the you know the medical benefits that have come out of oh, yeah. you know the discovery of CBD and. And all of these different constituent chemicals that are found in, in uh, you know, cannabis. It's just a, it, it is kind of a a miracle, um, mm -hmm. you know, plant that has been uh, routinely ignored by our uh, by our federal government because uh, you know the drug companies uh, they have uh, something to lose. Yeah. You know, if uh, we could grow something that actually has beneficial, um, you know, things for us. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, and the sad part of it is our body has cannabinoid receptors where we don't that's have right. opioid receptors. We have cannabinoid receptors where we don't have aspirin receptors. We don't. I mean, it's just silly. And then what's yeah. really weird is that when people don't realize those cannabinoids receptors, once you plug in, the it it doesn't just plug in, but it also tells the cell to heal itself. And it's like, mm -hmm. guys, this is the simplest basic yeah. biology lesson well, in the world. I it's it's interesting you mentioned that i mean i think we you know at the uh, the same event that we were at um uh i think dr artis was talking about nicotine yeah you know that nicotine has uh, we have receptors in our cells yeah uh for nicotine 
Right. And uh, but the you know, of course, the cigarette companies, they add all kinds of other chemicals in there to right. make it addictive, to give it carcinogens, you know, to the paper and stuff like that. That's what causes yeah, cancer. But... Burn paper, formaldehyde, right. flavoring, mm-hmm. preservatives, yeah. pesticides. Yeah. Oh, that stuff's junk, man. Whew, so bad for you. It's crazy. Um, all right. So, OK, so now you're running for office in uh, West Virginia, District 2, right? Yeah, that's basically the whole northern half of the state. Okay, and uh, what's the what's the NateKane dot com site? What do you got out there? What, what do we call it? So it is NateKane. That's N A T E C A I N. Uh-huh. The number four WV dot com. That's NateKane for WV dot com. Okay. And uh, on there, um, you know, it has my positions on where I stand on the different issues. It has um, a probably hundreds of hours of interviews now on the media page. Right. Uh, there's a link where people can, uh, you know, send in an, uh, information if they want to volunteer for the campaign. And there's also a donate button right. uh, where folks can, uh, you know, donate to my campaign directly. Yeah. Now, hey, give us, uh, give me your opinion on, uh, I guess, I mean, you used to date McCarthy or something. You guys had a long love affair. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, what's your opinion on this whole McCarthy thing? What, what's going on there? Look, I know a lot of people are, you hear a lot of people fear-mongering right now saying, oh, you know, the Democrats are going to get it. You know, they're going to be able to get a Democrat in there. You know, and this is the worst thing, and Matt Gates was terrible for doing this. You know what? Good on Matt Gates. It's about time somebody stood up to these lying, good-for-nothing politicians who say one thing and then do another. You know, McCarthy made all these promises to get his position and didn't fulfill any of them. And so why shouldn't he be vacated? You know, if you say you're going to do something, then do it. And that includes Matt Gates, who said he would vacate, he would vote against him to to have him removed uh, if he did not follow through. And so good on Matt. So far, the only person I see in Congress who's actually honoring their word is Matt Gates. Right. And the fact is that uh, we need politicians who are not going to be sold out to the left wing agenda, who are not going to be sold out, you know, to the lobbyists. We need people who are going to represent us. And uh, not a bait and switch politician who gets up there and then does something opposite of what he promised he was going to do. So I say uh, good riddance to McCarthy. And, uh, you know, and the irony, um, you know, now is that uh, my opponent, uh, Riley Moore, is no longer endorsed by the Speaker of the House. Right. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh, Hey, by the way, did you see Matt gets uh, put about nine hours out there ago? He said, I did not kill myself on Twitter. <laughs> no, but that's I've I've had to say that before myself. So oh, no, I, I understand. I, I, I understand the I, sentiment. I did not know I had to say it either because I didn't realize when I ran for office that uh, there was a necessity to get rid of me, and me not being on the earth was easier. I, I say this quite often. I say it's easier to kill you than deal with you, and so yeah. that's why we see so many suicides or like uh, Seth oh, Rich yeah. with two shots to the back of the head where he committed suicide. Yeah, that's how you do. Oh yeah, you get two shots off when you're blowing your head off your head. Yeah, that's no, I don't. And and that's a that's and, and an autopsy went through and that's fine. So that's crazy. Yeah. That's well, you know, I I was poisoned twice after I blew the whistle, and uh, so you know, but I survived. I really do believe that uh, you know when you're when you're on a mission, you know, for what God has intended you to do, uh, he'll he's got your back. And I'm not afraid of these people. That's the one benefit that came out of the whole blowing the whistle and all of that is, number one, uh, I persevered through it. Mm-hmm. I survived it. And because of that, now I'm no longer afraid of them. They don't scare me. The FBI doesn't scare me. Hillary doesn't scare me. 
you know, uh, the, these, uh, you know, thugs that uh, work for them don't scare me. I'm not afraid of them. I know where I'm going when I die. And so none of that, uh, you know, puts any fear in me at all. Well, one thing, too, you got to think about is that they can only kill you once. That's right. That's uh, that's right. It's kind of one of those deals like, okay, well, that defined you. doesn't define me. If you think that because I want to be this person, you're that uh, terrified of me, then uh, how bad are you, right? I wanted to give people mm-hmm. freedom. I didn't want to tax their food. I didn't want to tax their utilities. I didn't want to tax their um, property and oh, see, food tax, see, food, property, uh, utilities. Oh, and gasoline. Why do we tax gasoline? Mm. Why? Because it's that's just, a good question. It's just a big boon what? for the government. They just you know why? Why does anybody who has gasoline being produced in their state have to pay ridiculous prices for gasoline? Yeah. Why do we have to pay uh, ridiculous prices for electricity when we have power plants here that are producing more than we use in West yeah. Virginia? There's a lot of questions that I have when it comes to that sort of thing. Right. Well, I think about that is that. We have, like, uh, I think there's five major oil refineries in Kansas alone. I mean, there's one that's just mm-hmm. 45 minutes. There's one that's 30 minutes, and there's one that's 40, uh, but, well, I'm sorry, about an hour and 15 minutes. So 30 minutes, an hour and 15 minutes. I've got two major refineries, and then i got one north of me, an hour, and then we have two others. And yet, you would think, I mean, it'd be like a dollar around here, but it's not. We actually yeah. pay more yeah. than Oklahoma does, and Oklahoma doesn't have the refineries we have. Oh, wait, uh, Oklahoma has one in Enid, which is only an hour south of me. So within an hour of me, and basically in any right. direction, I have four major, huge refineries. You'd think I'd be getting that stuff for free, but nope. Here yeah, we yeah. You know? I mean, I, I you know, I get when you see high prices uh, you know, for gasoline in Hawaii yeah. uh, because they got to ship it there. Gotcha. But when you're producing it right there, why in the, you know, like, what are we living in? We're a socialist it. society? We have one of the biggest oil reserves just southeast of Kansas here. In southeast Kansas, there's mm-hmm. a huge oil plume they found. And they are, they, they've got pumps. You go southeast of here and you start seeing oil pumps more than you see uh, telephone poles. And uh, but so we pump it out of Kansas, we refine it in Kansas, and yet we still pay the same as Missouri or Oklahoma. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, guys, guys. Because some, somebody is making money off of it, and, uh, and and they don't give a damn about the people. This is why people love Donald Trump. Right. He was a populist. Yeah. He actually represented us. Yeah. You know, th- most of these politicians don't. Most of them represent the special interest groups that are out there that are, you know, financing their campaigns. You know, well, that's remember, why my opponent, Riley Moore, has half a million dollars. They demonize because the Because it's coming from it. They demonize the populace because they said that makes him a that's right. a, 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 a Hitler. Oh yeah, a terrorist, right? Yeah. Right. So it's like, how are we? Yeah. Oh, by the way, how are? Okay, Nate, let me ask you something. You said you work for a three-letter agency, which, you know, I'm not going to hold it against you because I have become friends with you, but I still, you know, got my eyes on you, buddy. <laughs> um, but this whole thing, well, te- with... te- technically, technically, well, I did work for the FBI there for a little bit. So that's one of the three. <laughs> but I, when I was at NSA, I was technically detached from Marfor Cyber. So I was a Marine mm. working for NSA. All right. Well, however you want to commingle that money, buddy. However, <laughs> however you want to, it's like, but how is it that we can go in now and the FBI has a program to target Trump supporters? This is an announced program. This is something that they have come out and said that they are doing in real time right now. The FBI is targeting uh, Trump supporters. Why is this a thing? How is this how is this not well, communist China? How is this not 
you know, World War well, II. It is. I mean, it, you know, without a doubt, it is authoritarianism. And, um, and it is an absolute uh, violation of our, of our Fourth Amendment rights. Uh, you know, we are being denied our due process that we're being, uh, you know, uh, so I'd say fourth and fifth. We're also having, uh, you know, an illegal search and seizure that's being done on us mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to them stealing uh, our, our digital data. Yep. Uh, Section 702 of FISA. Uh, this is a serious deal, folks. Um, listen, I was on last night on a Twitter spaces uh, with uh, Laura Logan, and I brought this question up to her. And we got into a discussion about it and about the, you know, the corruption involved and how this can be used as blackmail. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, I got booted. I got immediately booted from the Twitter spaces and it wasn't by anybody running it. Somebody's listening in and they, oh, we don't want him talking about that. Come on, and then what man. I was and what I was bringing up and I got booted from it and I could not get back into it until I went to my other account. And then I could. But they actually blocked my account from being able to get onto that back into that spaces. And what I was talking about at the time was that in December, December of this year, uh, Section 702 of FISA is up for renewal. Yeah. It is extremely important that people contact their representatives and tell their representatives, if you vote to renew this piece of crap, then I will primary you. I will vote against you in the primary and make sure you never see the inside of the, you know, of a Capitol building again. Right. Because the fact is, is that they all swore an oath to to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're all violating it. Uh, they are the enemy. You know, when it says against all enemies, foreign and domestic, they are the domestic enemy when they vote for things like this. And I saw that there's a propaganda campaign going on right now with the Department of Justice where they were pushing out there, uh, you know, having somebody up there. Oh, you know, this thing is so important because without it, you know. Uh, you know, we won't be able to to keep an eye on the terrorists. We won't Shit. be able to see what they're doing. Uh, we won't be able to protect our. They're trying to use the same old crap from 9/11 that they used in order to get the Patriot Act passed in the first place. But the fact is, is they've abused it almost every single day since it's been there. And uh, there was a federal judge uh, that came out, uh, I think, a month and a half ago, and said that there's been uh, 250. I think it was 257 thousand Americans. Uh, last year that had it used against them illegally. And most of them were related to uh, January 6th, but it was also a lot of people related to uh, the George Floyd riots. And so when you think about this, so so I I know you probably don't have a lot of liberal listeners, but right now liberals need to consider this just as much as conservatives do. The fact is, is that the FBI is misusing this tool to turn our cell phones essentially into spying devices and to turn all of our digital data over to them without a warrant. And that is the key right there, folks. Section 702 is warrantless. It is not a warrant. It is a tool falls under FISA and FISA stands for Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Mm -hmm. But yet they have been using it against the American people. People need to understand this and not a damn one of them has been held accountable. We need to not only fire these people and get rid of this tool, but we also need to go after the people who have violated our rights, which is deprivation of rights under color of law. They need to go to prison. Yeah. Absolutely. Every single one of them needs to go to prison. Anyone involved in using that tool illegally should be in prison for no less than 20 years as far as I'm I'm concerned. And that is one of the biggest issues that I intend on bringing up and and, uh, trying to push forward on uh, in Congress when I get in there. 
is to uh, enable a Article One tribunal, a congressional tribunal, to go after these guys for abuse of power because the FBI is never going to investigate themselves. The DOJ is never going to indict themselves. So you have the fox guarding the hen house right. is what you have going on, and there's no accountability. Let me ask you a quick question. Um, did you notice the – I, I want to know if you observed this. Remember there was a guy who uh, happened to – was trying to escape the building to go vote on the congressional floor and accidentally flipped the little red right. tab up and then broke the glass yeah. rod to pull down – it's a multi-step. It's actually it's one, two, three steps to actually get a fire alarm to to activate. Um, did you realize how fast that photograph was out? That that video footage. It was mm-hmm. within hours. Within hours of the event, like I'm saying, within an hour or two of the event, I was seeing his picture of him doing it. But yet we can't get January six footage. Yeah, you know that brings up a good point. Yeah. Um, I believe that he uh, disrupted an official proceeding, which uh, is an enhancement uh-huh. uh, that has been used on all of these people for January 6th to give uh-huh. them 20 years. Uh-huh. So why don't they uh, bring this guy to jail for 20 years for disrupting an official proceeding? Yeah, hmm? and he really did it. He wasn't coerced yeah. into it. He wasn't uh, someone opened the doors. And see, this is stuff that we've talked about, Nate. I designed and built and trained the military on the exact security systems of that building. I know what those security mm-hmm. systems are. I know what I built them. I designed yeah, those no. systems. And if they want to say that we broke in with a plastic flagpole, they're full of it. Yeah, no, they have to release the magnetic locks on those doors. Oh, and there's and, air locks and, and all kinds of other right. subset stuff that's inside of there. Yep. And defensive and, and here, systems, too. That's right. That's right. And so, you know, and let me be clear do I think this guy should get 20 years? No. But it just shows the hypocrisy. I don't think, uh, you know, do I think that he should, you know, be reprimanded and maybe have to pay a fine? Absolutely. That's the problem. You know, these guys that were down there on January 6th, they basically walked in because the police let them in. And they walked around orderly with the exception of a few people who did some damage. And those guys should have to pay a fine. You know, it should be reasonable. Yeah. Uh, you know, and but the but the people who were walking around in there that just simply were following the order, you know, basically obeying the police and going in and and uh, walking around orderly, right. none of them should be charged with anything. How in the hell can you get trespassing for walking into the people's house? Yeah, I mean, I just don't get that. You know, in fact, this uh, that election was the first election that they actually closed the rotunda during the uh, you know during the the receiving of the uh, uh, of the electors. Right. So you know, there was a lot of a uh, lot of things that went on there that that absolutely are just completely asinine that. Uh, make no sense. And quite frankly, all the prosecutors involved in there, again, they should all be rounded up yeah. and they should be arrested and prosecuted for deprivation of rights under color of law for what they've done to the people uh, surrounding the January 6th. All of them. Take all those pro- and the judges, all of them. Yeah. Arrest them all because okay. they're all criminals under the Constitution. And the Constitution is the law that trumps all laws. Um, let me give you this, Nate. I and my mind came in 2016, and the marshals have actually investigated the two judges involved in my case, the DA, the, the 15 police officers. Um, they've all been, they've all got cases against them, but the Department of Justice won't prosecute the cases. In, of course, that not. I, I'm with. That's from that, that. We're going back. That investigation started in 2018, and we're in 2023, and they've yet to pick up the case. 
and I've already been sentenced and served my probation and I'm off probation, but yet that is nobody's going back and reversing those judgments and and you know where the judge should have recused himself that I was having coffee with even the morning he signed the no knock warrant on my house. Right. He signed the no knock warrant on my house. I'm having coffee with him. He should have recused himself. That right there should have called a null and void there. Um, I had an attorney of record that was not part of the plea deal that did not sign off on. There's all kinds of fallacies in mind and not That's one. total lawlessness is what it is. Yeah. You know, we are living in an age where the law doesn't apply anymore unless you are part of the system. Then, it, you know, then it, it can be used like a tool, you know, to go after your political enemies. That's yeah. what's happened in our country. And people better wake up and realize that unless we start impeaching these judges involved in these cases and, and firing and defunding these DAs that are involved in these cases and going after, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, these prosecutors and uh, FBI agents and, you know, and, and even police officers, the Capitol Police are involved in this, too. These people need to be arrested and charged with deprivation of rights under color of law. I mean, it, that is the law of the land. Yeah. And, and the fact is, until we start doing that, nothing is going to change. So that is something that uh, I intend on on working on and coming up with a solution to, and I have some ideas on that, but uh, it's going to require a majority. And so it's important that we win both the House and the Senate uh, in the next election and not just – and this is why the primaries are, are so important, folks. You cannot have – you absolutely cannot have uh, candidates – um, that are going to you know win the primaries that are beholden to the lobbyist. You need people that are not owned, that are not bought and paid for, uh, that are truly uh, running because they want to serve the people and people who believe in the Constitution above all other laws. That is critically important. If that is not who they are, then do not vote for them because otherwise uh, we are looking at losing our, our, the rest of our rights. And we need to restore our country back to a constitutional republic that our founders set it up as. Yeah. I mean, think about that. That's uh, that's that's the simplest way, isn't it? Because that's just basically me making yeah. sure you have freedom, right? Uh, that's right. This is a really kind of a fascinating thing for me. To, I just I hate the fact that I went through it, and that's one of the reasons I started the, the radio show. And then I started doing the daily update because of the COVID stuff in 2020. Um, and so I'm still doing radio. Now I'm doing TV. And the only reason I don't shut up is because, guys, I, they, they've totaled my life. I mean, they, they zeroed out my mm-hmm. life. I had to sell off all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And yet nobody wants to have that conversation because why? Because it means that you've your, your company your, – not company, your country sucks. And your country has done yeah. things that they should be held accountable for. And if you don't stand up against them, they're going to continue doing it until they come find you. So, Yeah. You know, the fact is our country has been infiltrated. It has been infiltrated by authoritarians and socialists, communists, fascists, whatever you want to call them. The fact is, is that it is almost in a way uh, what you see today. It's like a neo-fascism uh, with these corporations and how embedded they are, you know, with the, you know, the deep state. Uh, you look at uh, what came out in the, the Twitter files and we found out uh, that, uh, you know, that, that, of course, the FBI was paying I think it was uh, seven million dollars a year or something like that in order to have access, you little, know, to a little to... more than that. You need to you need to go up with that. Oh, sorry, yeah, maybe it was nine million. But yeah, yeah. The, I, the I, thing I, that I, that's great. It was more of a monthly crazy. payment. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. That's right. It, so here's the thing. Right, so. This is what blows my mind about all that. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody not realize that the very last interview 
that Tucker Carlson had before he was fired was with Elon Musk. Yeah. And he basically asked Elon Musk, were they spying on our DMs? And he said, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that is, that is crazy to and think not like, that. Not like they were spying as if they had to go in and do some requests and get a print out of it. They just went through no. your DMs as if it was you. They just rolled through That's your right. stuff. Log, it was That's just, right. They had access to your account, walk into any account, look around, modify, change. I, here's what's crazy about mine right now. I My platform... On Twitter, I am sitting at 3,127 right now. I, I, by the time Monday comes around, I will probably be down to 3,118. I bounce between 125 and 118, right. and I keep going up and down, up and down. I just gained five yeah. or uh, 15, I said 15 new followers today, but yet I only gained, I only gained, uh, you know, maybe seven of them. Like, yeah. How is it? I only gained seven, well, but there was fifteen. I, that's this is why, like you know, even though Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter, yeah. and uh, there are some good things that he did, and one of the best things that he did was create the uh, Twitter Spaces because it's a lot harder to suppress your voice uh, when you're in a live, you know, show and you're time. talking with people. Yeah. Well, unless uh, it makes it much out. harder. <laughs> but uh, except for they can boot me out like yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was crazy. I've never seen that ever. And I've talked about far more controversial subjects, but clearly somebody gave the order, get this guy out of here. Right. And, um, and so when you think about that kind of suppression, that kind of uh, you know, suppression of our free speech, of our voice, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, that's the kind of thing that, that countries like Cuba do, Venezuela, um, you know, the Chinese. Yeah. That's what we're living under. We got these, these socialist authoritarians that have basically made their way into our, you know, our uh, institutions where they are making policies and have made their way into, you know, these big corporations and companies. And any one of these, look, I am all for a company that is completely private, being able to make whatever the hell decisions they want to make when it comes to censorship. But if that company takes a single dime of tax credits or any kind of incentives or any kind of money from the government, then all of a sudden it now is a public-private partnership, and the Constitution should apply all the way around. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, companies like Twitter and Facebook and, uh, you know, YouTube and Google, all these, you know, these the, the big giants, right. they need to be held accountable for the spying that they're doing on, uh, you know, all the American people and the selling of our information to probably, you know, not just our government, but probably other governments as well. And one of the things that I will be uh, working on and writing is a uh, digital bill of rights, you know, an internet bill of rights, because, you know, unfortunately, that's where we're at. Just like we have a, we need a parent's bill of rights. Now, unfortunately, we need a, uh, you know, a, a internet bill of rights or a digital uh, uh, data bill of rights to protect ourselves from these corporations and from the government, our own government. Yeah. So think about that. We have to protect ourselves from our own government, but that's what the Constitution was supposed to do, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, so this was, uh, this, you know, this is the stuff that really kind of gets us, uh, I mean, it gets us angry, right? So we're like, we're it gets me fired up. I gotta be honest. It takes everything within me to not cuss and swear. You know, I still have a bit of that, uh, you know, Navy and army and Marine Corps. In me, so, oh no, I get it, man. This is, uh, this is where we should be though. Isn't this what righteous indignation is about? Righteous indignation is about going because you have been willfully wronged. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't any of that. They'd gone out there and purposely done something to harm you. 
you have that God-given right to go and make That's it. That's right. So, um, so this is a big deal. So I think it's great. Yeah. Thank you for what you're doing, man. I, I know that it's not always being uh, the best through the, the brick wall there, but think about it. You guys, you know, you've been doing great work. Your wife, uh, super you. great lady. Uh, I'm sure your kids are pretty fantastic too. I've, I've always been impressed by uh, the stuff you've been on. So this has been good. Well, um, I got- couldn't do this without my wife, man. I'll yeah. tell you. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, the Bible says that a, a, a good wife is, you know, worth more than rubies. Uh, you know, I think that's in uh, Psalms uh, 31. And, uh, you know, it talks about, uh, you know, the, them being a helpmate. And uh, she has absolutely done that. I, she's my campaign manager. Yeah. Uh, I did that partially because uh, she's the one person that I trust more in this world than anybody else. Right. And uh, and then also, too, uh, I didn't want, you know, my campaign to be taking me away from her all the time. And so now we, we get to spend a lot more time together, but I can lie this, this campaign and, and doing these kinds of things, it's hard. Yeah. And now we're starting to get into that time where, you know, the mud's starting to get flinged. Uh, I got people that, you know, surrogates that are attacking me, you know, uh, on, on, uh, channels, uh, you know, with anonymous names and things like that. So, right. you know, I, I expect this kind of stuff. Uh, the good thing is, is I've been through it before when the FBI was, directly attacking me so there's nothing that anybody could throw at me that you know i haven't seen already yeah running for office is a thousand paper cuts to your soul it may not kill you but man it's sure gonna hurt you know it's just yeah yeah uh no i appreciate everything you're doing man this is an awesome thing tonight and so i appreciate what you're doing there uh anything else i got you got about two minutes before i'm gonna get you out of here uh anything else you want to add before we get you got to go uh the only thing i'll add is uh you know I, i always like to to try to remind people that, you know, it's important that we get out and vote in the primaries. It's important that we vote for the right people, people that actually care and that have a commitment. uh, And and that commitment can be seen by, you know, are they actually out there talking to you, asking you the questions, and then look at who's financing them. Um, You know, but the one thing that I want to always mention is that we can't win this war on our own. There's no way that we can uh, solve these problems in our country without a miracle. And we need God's help. Our founders understood that when they uh, they recognized that there was providence involved in the success of our country. Uh, if we expect to be a successful country again, if we expect to make America great again, we got to make America godly again. Yeah. And so, you know, I would ask that everybody please pray, get on your knees, fast, ask God to turn our country around, and uh, and to do so. Uh, you know, starting in this next election by getting people, you know, in there that are going to actually honor their commitment, honor the oath that they take. Yeah. Well, we got to get fathers back in the home and father causes right. in our hearts. And when we get those fathers back in the home and quit using them as ATM machines for child support, this country will heal. Uh, and it's amazing what we can do in just those True. moments. Well, Nate, thank you so much for what you're doing out here, man. I appreciate everything. And you go, you've you always been a great sport. Uh, thank you for the banter, and thank you for being a great friend of mine as well. Uh, I need to come back on. Do not hesitate to reach out. I'll get you back on here as soon as I can. Okay? Awesome. Thank you. All right, buddy. Well, you take care. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. You too. God bless. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Well, what a great interview we had there with Nate. Again, this is a situation where he has seen the things that I have seen. Uh, His was a different perspective. He was deep inside the machine where I was on the outside. And so, you know, we both got kind of ate up. He he was able to survive his. Um, I was uh, early through the brick wall kind of thing. This started for me in 2016. And, uh, well, good grief. Come on. Come here. Come on, Daisy. Oh, there's Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Where's Cinder? Come on. 
Come here, Cinder. There we go. Yeah, you guys need to you guys need to get breath mints because you smell like you have dog breath. I don't know why that is. Why would my dogs have dog breath? It's really weird. Um, Maggie, you want to come here? Come here, Maggie. Come here. Come here, Maggie. Come on. You never get up here. Oh, look at you, Maggie. There's Maggie. She's got the brown nose, and Cinder's got the pink nose. So that's the best way that I can tell you guys to pick them apart. Yeah. Okay. Good girl. All right. So they all got their cameo on Friday. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for everything, guys. Out there. Remember, uh, we've got a great new vitamin line we're going to be pr- uh, providing to you guys that's going to put you guys back into a cell reset, getting your cell functions working at the base level. And then also giving you the $100 off the Dutch test after six months of recurring purchases to be able to go ahead and find out where your levels are in your hormone balances so we can then tune you in to a better path of healing. It's not a one peel and done kind of deal. It's not like morphine. You you know, you take it and 30 minutes later you feel loopy. Uh, It takes time for your body to repair itself. I've been on a journey myself for, oh, seven or eight years now, and I think I'm so much better off. I feel more healthy now than I did all through my 30s or my 40s, and I'm now 52. So we're going to be bringing these uh, the supplements to you. Uh, this should be launching out in a what we call a pre-sell, and uh, we, these vitamins should be available uh, to you guys by the 1st of November. We're working on the website right now, getting all that stuff tuned up so you guys will be able to go in there, do some pre-sells as well as uh, get into the reg- uh, get to the uh, regular purchasing on the 1st of November. Like I said, we have a kit in the beginning. We want you guys on this of reoccurring and making sure to get your base level minerals up so your cells are functioning at the base level, just like me and Dr. Dobbs talked yesterday. And uh, we're going to bring him back on more often to talk about things about the little things in life, the little things that are eating us up, the little things we should be doing differently, and uh, we're going to get better with that. But that is a thing. Uh, Pam Tucker, she is a fantastic patriot. She's been super great. You know, guys, I still have the Jim Price Show uh, T-shirts and hats and all that good stuff, and she does all that work for me. Super neat lady. We do have a shirt out there. I need to go ahead and get that posted out. Uh, silver and brass, uh, silver, <laughs> silver, gold and brass to cover your ass. Uh, that's really the theme here. Is that you know we create a parallel economy and we don't have to ask them for anything because we should never have to. We should never have to ask a small G government. When we have a big G God who gives us all of our enable rights that we cannot be given or taken away. So remember that, guys, going forward. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less that to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far better place. If anything, we've learned that from Nancy and Hillary. Those creeps have been so selfish all their life, they don't, any, they don't know anything different. For us to be selfless scares them and freaks them out because they do not understand it. There is no love in their heart. They are nothing but a tinkling bell and a banging gong. Uh, remember, hold the line, hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise. Don't make promise. I can't keep. Guys, you've been the best out there. Remember, the Constitution limits your government, but never limits you. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys will be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye.